we're gabbing, uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, uh, uh, we're gabbing. Welcome to Gabbing. Gabbing. With Gracie. And Heather. I decided I was going to have a warm alcoholic beverage. Which is? So this is hot cocoa with Godiva chocolate liqueur. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Oh, you've inspired me. I should do that. And I have a big bottle of chocolate liqueur, so I think this might be like a wintry type of drink I do. This sounds like a great idea. A, what are you drinking this evening? This evening, I went back to the rosé. Mm. And I had an Isle Saint-Pierre Vigneron en Alles de Pou 1927. So I guess this is French. Yes. 1927? I don't, I don't know. That has to be Is that wrong. when they were, the company started maybe? The it has to be because it says back here, Rosé 2022. <laughs> okay. I was going to be like, you bougie, 1927. <laughs> like, I need to put that back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this evening, we are going to discuss Love Actually. It is the 20th anniversary of Love Actually. Yeah, so we went and we watched, they did a 20th 20th anniversary special. Special, thank you, that was the word I wanted. (laughs) And it's (laughs) The Laughter and Secrets of Love Actually, and it's 20 years later with Diane Sawyer on Hulu. So we watched that. And then we've watched the actual movie Love Actually multiple times. Thousands of times, it seems like. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Colin Firth just entered the room. I'm at the wedding. Oh, okay. So I'm behind. One thing that I'll say about the special, and I don't know if you noticed this. And that, actually, let me bring it up, the, the IMDb. Let me be Gracie in this situation. Ooh. So I remember the characters' names because I'm not great a... at that. Well, for those of you who have not seen Love Actually, it stars a multitude Everyone of actors. Knows. I'm going to have to say of all the names. Bill Nighy, Gregor Fisher, Colin Firth, Sienna Guillory, which is probably how I'm not supposed to be pronouncing it, but it's a small scene. Liam Neeson, Emma Thompson, Chris Marshall, I'm sure I'm not pronouncing this correctly, Heike Makash, Martin Freeman, Joanna Page, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Andrew Lincoln, Kira Knightley, Hugh Grant, Nina Sosanya, who else? Laura Linney, Martine McCutcheon, and I'm trying to see if there's anyone else there. And it's just, it's one of those, this movie, I think, and correct me if I'm oh, wrong. Wait, did you did I miss get somebody? Thomas Brody Sangler? Sorry. I how do you say his name? I Dad? did not get him. Thomas, where is he though? Oh, you got to go down further. That's why you didn't notice him. Well, that's not fair. Thomas Brody Sangster. Sangster, thank you. Alan Rickman, Rodrigo Santoro. There's like a ton of people, y'all. Anthony McPartland, Declan Donnelly. Those are actual TV show hosts, DJs, however they go by. Billy Bob Thornton. Oh my God, I forgot he was. I forgot about that too. But wait, there's more. Wait, I have to keep going. (laughs) Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm sure I'm skipping a couple of people, but I'm now I'm like in search of three American actresses. Here we go. Or I think they're American born. Ivana Milechevic, Joanne January Jones, and Alicia Cuthbert. Oh, right. Olivia Olsen, who plays a love interest on the show. Claudia Schiffer as well. Shannon Elizabeth Denise Richards. Okay, I think I got the bulk yeah. of everyone. And it was a good mix of people. 
people that were well known already and people that were just starting out starting like Karen off. Knightley. Yeah, because this was the movie she did right before the Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So freaking fascinating. I love it. Oh my gosh. This is like, I'm like super excited to be like sitting here watching this. Yeah. This is, I think, the movie that kicked off uh, having move, a movie with a ton of celebrities in it. Am I right or am I wrong? Maybe. That's a good question. Because after that, we saw like other ones, like another one that was set around Valentine's Day or it yeah. came out around Valentine's Day. And there was a New Year's Eve one. Yeah. 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 This yeah. was definitely, and like this, I don't, Maybe if you've seen those, maybe you can speak to this. This was definitely one of like the movies that made taking multiple stories and linking them all together as a popular thing. Were those other mm-hmm, movies mm-hmm. like that too? I never seen them, so I don't. Okay, <laughs> maybe I never seen them. Either. I mean, not. I feel like not to say that this movie turned me off because I love romance, uh, romantic movies, especially romantic comedies. But I think it felt to me like they were trying a little bit. Bit too hard because they were kind of copying Love Actually, so I didn't bother to uh, watch them. Yeah. yeah, you can't redo Love Actually. No, you can't redo Love Actually. There's so much that goes on in Love Actually. Like right now, I'm watching the scene of the two, uh, what do you call them, villains, actors. John and Judy. John and Judy, or just Judy. I feel like that was like one of the more healthier relationships compared to so? some of the others. Because they got they they work together in a very unusual job. They do. <laughs> but like they do. They really like they took their time. They talked about random things like the traffic. It was just it was a very sweet, nice, healthy seeming relationship. Interesting, because I didn't I, like I don't think any really stood out except for maybe, you know, Sam. That's the little boy. Yeah. And whose mom passed away. I just watched the funeral, which I thought was they I'm brought levity now. into it. I'm watching it now. So yeah, because this is this is a romantic comedy, but there is a lot of sad scenes in it, but they they bring levity in yes. those scenes generally. I'm at the it reception is. right now where Laura Linney's character is asking oh. Andrew Lincoln if he's in love with the groom, which I love that she's like the only one that seems to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nobody else gets it. Where do you think we should start? No idea. Okay. Like Entertainment what, Weekly a has a ranking. Yeah. Bring a, let's go by that. Bring okay. us in. Okay, so we have, but I'll start with something different. I'll start with the number one ranking on Entertainment Weekly, which is Daniel, Sam, and Joanna. I love, well, like, we don't get a whole lot of Daniel <sighs> and Joanna, but we get that he obviously was super in love with her and she tragically oh. died. Yes, exactly. Oh, no, wait. So, no. sorry, no, jo- there's two Joannas. <laughs> which Joanna is it? There's two Joannas? Yeah, because the little girl is Joanna, too. I did not notice that. When you said that, I just assumed it was the mom, Joanna. No, it's the little girl, Joanna. I had no Uh, idea how many times have I seen this. Because when they're sitting on the bench and he, like, asks what's going on and he, like, explains about Joanna, he's like, oh, her name's Joanna, too? And Sam goes, yeah, just like mom. Oh, jeez Louise. Yeah. (laughs) I claim to have watched this X amount of times. 
I love that story. I love Sam and Daniel's relationship and like how they're he's he's just so accepting. Like because you know, like when you're mm-hmm. in the throes of first love, how awful it can be and how much you feel, like you feel so big. And he like really accepts what what Sam's feeling and he supports your It's thoughts. so sweet. I yeah. think it's just so I actually it's pure. maybe I don't know I was gonna say maybe that's the one that ca- that catches my attention all the time but I don't think so I think they all do in their own little way I just I think you're right like the throws of first love and you think it's like so big it's like your emotions are so huge I think as you get older not to say that love is less and that you feel less you just feel differently well what does Emma Tom say that in um the special that her mom says you haven't loved till you've had your heart broken 10 times or something like that 10 times 10 times that is so freaking true that is so true I feel like I I I might have said that I've been in love but probably haven't really but the emotions were so huge Mm -hmm. that it just what else can it be you know what I'm saying yeah like at that moment that's what it is well you have nothing to really compare to it Mm -hmm. you don't have the life experience and so it feels it feels almost tragic it does like the world is ending yeah that's what it feels like what Sam does in order to get Joanna's attention because he clearly likes her but he doesn't think that she seems to think that he exists yeah and we don't really get their interactions at school at all it's just hearsay from him from him that's it we don't meet her until the end yeah and so what our little buddy does sam he joins the christmas pageant yeah becomes a drummer like ringo what i find fascinating is that they don't like do any auditions to know for sure if he knows how to play the drums that's a really good point because he has the part before he really plays the drums at all. Exactly. And he has to learn how to play it. And he's banging away. Yeah. When Daniel asks, like, do you know how to play the drums or something? And he's, isn't he like, oh, that's the details or something like that? <laughs> it's just so cute. So cute. He's so adorable. And of course, he grows up to be such a good looking kid. Yeah, very dapper. Yes. Yes. I like that word. Dapper. And in the special, he was like that. So dapper. Mm -hmm. I feel like I felt like he was the only one that was like super like dressed up. He was like, oh, I'm going to be in this 20th anniversary special about love, actually, and almost get arrested in the process. Yeah, that was and eat that huge sandwich. Y'all don't know (laughs) what we're talking about because you have to go watch the special. You have to go watch it. But is it supposed to be a pizza? It was. I don't know how it turned into a sandwich. (laughs) He said this isn't quite like how I remember it or something like that. But I love that like Daniel is going through the grieving process for his wife and he doesn't allow that to like hinder his ability to be like a great parent to Sam. He's a great he's a great step parent. I think did we mention that? Oh no we haven't mentioned that. He's the stepdad. He's not even the dad dad. Yeah we don't really know the father's circumstances. Any of the family. Not at all. Daniel's family or Joanna's family. It just seems as though Around. it's just them two and that's it yeah. i mean that, that that may be the case it may be just the two of them who knows yeah. but, but he really does a great job he does he doesn't necessarily think he's doing a great job but he is yeah he's doing well, a i great just mean job. like remember there's that scene where he starts crying when he's talking to karen and uh he breaks down because he doesn't think he's doing a good job and she tells him to pull it together karen (laughs) is uh, emma thompson yay no no no. (laughs) like i was just like emma thompson i couldn't remember oh my gosh i know (laughs) i don't remember her name being karen neither do i isn't that crazy Isn't that crazy? I do not know that. Well, I guess fast forward a little bit or to the end. 
I should say. Um, our little buddy does his thing in the pageant. He rocks it. He rocks it. And the little girl, Joanna, she's the singer. And they're performing All I Want for Christmas is You. And what does she do? She turns around and points at him when she says you. And that was like, yeah. oh my god. Because he looks kind of angry while he's drumming because like she's pointing to everybody and stuff. Yes. And then when his face, when she turn, turns around and points at him, he is like thrilled. I'm like, what? Yes, 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 yes. But what is it that happens after this now? Well, she goes to leave. She goes, she's, her she's mom's flying, American. Yeah, she's flying back to America. Yeah, her mom's like a, a like a famous singer, isn't she? I think so. Yeah. I think so. And he. But they're flying right, they're going to the airport straight from the school. It's just like running, 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 running throughout the airport. The, the running yeah. through the airport scene, which we see a lot in a lot of like movies. Which Daniel oh. doesn't stop him or anything. Daniel's no. like, yeah, let's do this. Yes. That was like, so encouraging. I don't know. Wingman. Would you do that? I don't know if I would do that if like Fitzy comes up to me and it's like, I have to find the girl of my well actually the girl or the boy of my dreams. Be like, you wanna do what? You wanna go to the airport? You think we're gonna make it in time? You see the traffic? <laughs> I gotta go to I gotta go to Queens. And you'd have to buy a ticket <laughs> like it's and actually Although Sam busted some rules. Sam's this, Sam should have oh, been arrested. It, no, you know, I was gonna say, was this after 9-11, because when 9-11 happened, then everything changed in terms of security. And, it was you know, after. Like it was, because it was 20 years yeah. ago. It was after, because remember at the, the opening scene, they talk about 9-11. Well, I think I remember. I'm here talking about it. I've seen this movie 10,000 times. All right, Hugh Grant that. is, like, talking about, like, do you think that when the planes hit the towers, something like... um. Mm-hmm, do you think anybody mm-hmm. was calling their loved ones with words of hate or anything you're right like yeah, no you're right you're right yeah. you're right you're right absolutely i'm watching the scene right now where danielle's breaking down i thought they were on the phone but they're in person and she's telling him to get it together says no one's gonna shag you <laughs> that's such like a best friend it is hard ass i would i would like to know their backstory more of the backstories but i yeah. think you know it's uh, at this point it's just a little too late obviously their house is amazing. Jeez. And, you know, British yeah. ho- homes are just smaller, but they're so pretty. We're so used to, like, the extravagant life here in the United States of America. So he gets to see Joanna at the airport. And she gets him a little kissy kiss. Yes! And then we don't know what the hell happens after that, but let's just assume that was enough. <laughs> and he was happy for the rest of his life. Yeah. Because you could tell she was, like, she was totally crushing on him. And, and she like, got it. She, yeah, neither one of them knew. Yeah. Well, they're how old are they? Do we know the age? I mean, he looks 12? like he, oh shoot, I thought they were younger, but that would be like completely inappropriate. Well, okay, you know, I'm terrible at ages. I was thinking of her, but girls do look she, older than boys. She, are they ten? Um, maybe. Let's let's say between ten to twelve, right? Because he they're does tweens. look. Yeah, they're tweens. Oh boy, their hormones are raging. Oh my gosh, Colin first character. I want to be in that little. Cottage. Anything with Colin first. Oh, uh, yeah. The listeners probably know this at this point. Okay. Anything right. with Colin Firth. Anything Gracie with Colin and Heather Firth. are there. Yes. Shall we move on to the next Yeah. Who's story? the next one? Let's see. Per IMDb. Billy Mac and Joe. I thought that was so sweet. <laughs> I love that there's so many different forms of love in this movie. Yes. Yes. And yes. At first, that when I first saw it, I was like, what the hell? 
But it's like, hello, it's not about love, like, between yeah. heterosexual love, right? Between a man and a woman, and oh, uh, and oh, uh, It's every and, uh, kind of love. it's all kinds of love. Included unrequited love. Oh, my gosh, tell me about it. Yeah, because with Daniel and Sam, we saw, it was, I mean, it was Sam with that first love with Joanna, but it was also Daniel with the, the grief and love of his wife, mm -hmm. Sam and Daniel, and that stepson stepfather relationship bonds almost like best friends and then yeah so you had billy mac and you have joe and it's like singer and agent i guess he's his agent manager 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 yes. i'm sorry joe manager <laughs> i don't know the difference <laughs> oh my god but yeah they they have that that deep friendship love because they've been together for years and years and billy even says i've spent my life with you and it's been a great love yes he says it's a terrible terrible mistake chubbs but you turned out to be the fucking love of my life there you go it's, it is really sweet like there's they work They're together so forever or I, would, I should say billy mack is so mean uh, yeah <laughs> yeah definitely not really the other like, way around it's work love you have he that's yeah. his work bestie that's his work yeah. bestie, and that's that but he finally actually tells him he f yeah after i feel like dragging him through the mud with this um the pr promoting this song mm -hmm. that's uh <laughs> the, the, the silliest, song. silliest song ever possible no not the silliest song ever made but the silliest song that they're trying to make number one mm -hmm. to the point that he's like if you make this number one i will perform naked on new year's eve and he does because <laughs> british society made it number one they want us to see some old man skin. Just take it all off on screen. And I mean, Joe. there's not that much else to say. Yeah. Except I feel like they are the most comedic aspect of this movie because he's it? just outrageous. Yes, he's outrageous. <laughs> and it almost feels like Joe has given up years ago trying to rein him in. Yes. Yes. So he's so there's there is an element of a toxic relationship here. Because he is pretty abusive towards him. Well, you, in a previous discussion, we did talk about how this can be problematic. I think Billy Mack, yeah. the, the whole point is to make fun of him being problematic. Yeah. Which maybe not... is not the right thing to do. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, they're kind of poking fun at how problematic Billy Mack can be and how outrageous he can be. Which is pretty outrageous. David is the prime minister, and Natalie works as a household staff. Yeah, I forget what her title is. It's something about I don't want to be food honest. services coordinator or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot about this. So he, you know, he finds her attractive, but she works yeah. for him, so it's inappropriate. Yeah, the power structure. Mm -hmm. And this scene I forgot. Billy Bob Thornton's sleazy American president. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot, and I forgot what he said. He's not a big part of it, but he is really sleazy. Well, he hits on Natalie when okay. David leaves the room to go get something. And Natalie's like in a really weird position because there's these two men that the power structure is completely off with her and she doesn't know what to do. So David walks in. Oh my gosh, Billy Bob Thornton just entered the scene, actually. There you go. There you go. We're right on point with everything that's going on. David walks in and sees like him like leaning in like he's about to kiss Natalie. And she looks like terrified. 
putting her in an awkward position. And then Billy Bob I, Thornton. I know what you're talking about. He says something like, um, I'm a man who goes for what he wants or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's like, oh, gosh. Of course, making America look sleazy, right? Yeah. He says sleazy in, in, mm -hmm. in Entertainment Weekly. And then in something else, making the women look dumb, but or or horny or not like aggressive enough or something I, oh, Lord, I'm to stand up for themselves but yeah i like that they talk like when uh they have the press conference and david talks about the special relationship because you you hear that all the time like we have a very special relationship yes we do when it's referring to america and different countries and None of them are the, their special relationships aren't the best relationships. No. Special relationships, yeah. in quotes. So he does this big thing where he stands up for the UK and stuff, and everybody's, like, so proud of him. But what they yes. don't realize is the only reason he's doing that is because he's mad because the president hit on Natalie. Which, I mean, I was glad that he stood up and made that speech, but, like, he should have been doing it regardless like his staff was begging him to like be more forceful and that's just not his personality but i mean they... he was like not right now wait and they were all very frustrated oh here's the moment he just went to get get the file and he's about to walk back in he was gone for like a second mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hugh grant is so young in this movie i'm like into the scene myself now they're yeah. in the room talking and stuff oh billy bob he, he's such a great actor. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, you really want to hate him. You're like, God, you're such an asshole. Yeah, so they're about to give their little speech. Yeah, 20 years ago, they both look very, very young. Yeah. Like, that suit Billy Bob is wearing looks like it's, like, three sizes too big for him because the neck area is just all, like... Yeah, he's very thin. Very much so. I wonder if they did that intentionally. Okay, so we totally got distracted. Um <laughs> Hugh Grant looks, has is such a baby in this movie. Oh my god! You, well, I I had no idea, according to the special, that he was what's the word grumpy or something like that. that they oh, he has a reputation. It's a whole thing. I had no idea. Yeah. So how do people, people talk work with about him? it? How well, I think it was. Drew Barrymore or somebody, somebody, but I think it was Drew Barrymore said that if he's grumpy towards you, that means he likes you. He's so comfortable that he's grumpy with you. Yeah. Okay. But he's, he's grumpy and he loves to be grumpy at people. Is that like his personality really like, or is it like, has it always been, or is he doing that now because he's famous? Because Love Actually, like that came out before or after his other films. I think it came out after. Yeah, so, like, they have established actors already, so, I don't know. Yeah, he was definitely one of the established actors cool. in this. Okay. I think he's probably just always been like this. Okay, just a grumpy guy. Jeez, how the heck do people get jobs? Well, I guess you fake it till you make it. That's why he's an actor. Okay. Yeah. And then he just let himself loose and let everybody know, like, okay, I'm cranky pants. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's cranky pants, though. I don't know. Ugh. What else with these guys? Like, this was sweet. He, he like, realizes he has feelings for her, obviously, just like a lot of people on the, on, in the movie. And starts to go, because it was, what day was it? Was it Christmas Eve? Well, first we have to say that he moves her to a different department a different because area. of what happened. Yeah, so that he doesn't have to interact with her because he has feelings. And Just like a man. Yeah. And this is where I'm like, 
uh, I don't like this. She ends up writing him an apology card. Mm. And so he's That's going right. and looking at some of the cards that people have sent him and he reads hers. And that's when he decides to go try to find her. Oh, my gosh, the dance is happening right now. Which he did not want to do, and he was yeah. refusing to do. But they made they, him do it. They made him do it. I mean, like, hello. It was in the contract. Yeah, but he signed the Oh, contract. that's right. His sister is Karen. Yeah, there's so many different, like, connections. Alan Rickman, R.I.P. Oh, such an ass in this movie. Oh, and he's about to get caught by the one, his one staff, and that was his idea, he said. Mm-hmm. This um, dance scene is iconic. He did not want to do this. I cannot believe that. <laughs> Going around the whole house. Yeah, so I didn't particularly like that, but it was also, then it was very sweet because he goes to find her, but he doesn't know exactly where she lives, except the dodgy end. As much as I hate that she had to apologize, it is sweet that he doesn't know where she lives exactly. He just knows the street and that it's the dodgy end. So they go from house to house. He works for it. He works for it. Yeah. In that aspect. Like, okay, I have to, like, you know, find this knock on doors. And then, like, it's so random because... Then he knocks on What's-Her-Face's door. Mia. Alan Rickman. Yeah, Mia. Alan Rickman's um, assistant. And she's wearing the necklace. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And uh, she lives next door to Natalie. (laughs) It's such a small world. It is a small world. And I think that that's also, like, the whole point of this. Like, everyone's connected in in some way or another. Is there anything else? Um, He knocks on the doors. They're on... Her and her family are on her way out to... Her family kind of sucks. Really? They like to make fun of her. They call her like, well, actually, throughout the whole thing, it's like a whole thing where she's like supposed to be overweight, but she's not overweight at all. She (laughs) is not overweight. Like, I remember seeing the movie and just being so confused. And like to this day, like when we first meet her, I remember, and I'm like, like, uh, one of the other staffers mentioned something, and I'm like... Yeah, she says she has, like, tree trunks for legs or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that was... I I confusing. never, ever, ever understood. Never. Yeah. And it's like, why are we addressing that, you know? Oh, oh Karen Knightley is watching the video. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, 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 And her dad, like, calls her, like, Lardo or Tubbo or something like d- that. It was just that, you see, that that was just wrong. Like, that was just wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, the creator, what was his name again? Richard Curtis? Yeah. You know, was asked, like, what he would do differently. Diversity, obviously, because you only yeah. have, like, the token black guy, right? Mm-hmm. They sh- should have addressed this, too. Yeah. I mean, I guess he couldn't get into details off the top of his head right there, but, yeah totally that also okay who's next on this list and hopefully it's them actually no it is jamie and aurelia yeah they're so i don't cute. know how i feel they are cute but they don't actually communicate well they're they communicate to us two different languages and but they what they're talking to each other about happens to be a, a like, topic that they're both yeah. actually talking about there's a couple of times where they they can communicate like when he's she's asking like what kind of book it is and stuff. yes Yes. But it's a very cute, sweet story. But at the same time, I'm like, is it realistic? Well, we can sit, we can ask, you know, in 10 years time, are they still together? Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Well, for everyone to know, Jamie is a writer mm-hmm. and he comes across his brother and girlfriend having an affair. Which is really messed up. And so he just ups and leaves 
to, to write guess, his book. Yeah. Make himself feel better also, right? But he does not speak Portuguese at all. There's a woman who is hired to clean his home. Well, he left. He went back. To England. And, and she went it back was home. A, how many weeks was it? I don't know. It wasn't that long. Because at some point over here, I'm watching and I saw three weeks. Yeah, and... I was about to say, I think they just said three weeks. So yeah. does he learn Portuguese in three weeks? Is that like a... No. Does he? Maybe he just learns the basic. Maybe. And she does the same. I think he's going back to New York because he was packing. You heard me. Back to New York. <laughs> you wish he was coming to New York. <laughs> uh, yes, please. Come over here. Yeah. Come hang out with Gracie. Dangerous place. I Anytime I see him and her. Yeah, this is when he leaves. So he's only there for a short time. Yeah. It seems like a dangerous spot to like put that car. Yeah. I'm always worried that there's going to be a car coming. And it's going to crash into them. Yeah. So, yeah, I did. That was only like, I like, I like them as characters and I like the sweetness around them. But I'm also like, this is very realistic. It's not, but suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Heather Rinsky. Ooh, she gave him a kiss right on the lips. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, well, th- that's the scene where I'm at. <laughs> You're ahead of me, obviously. I'm only ahead of you by a few minutes. Probably. Yeah. Just a few minutes. It reminds me of like sleep with your soulmate could be just someplace else. I mean, there's a language barrier. Okay. Unrealistic as it is, but there's feelings there. Like there's something that's connecting you to this individual. So like you're drawn to them. I do like that they both go to learn each other's language just in case. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like, there's that, like, um, there's that hope of love, that hope of connection. Yes. He winds up going to Portugal, declares his love. She declares her love. And then that is the end. The whole town, like, follows him to her restaurant. It's like, I I love, like, her family telling her, like, she's being stupid if she doesn't marry him. But John and Judy. I... I We started talking about them. Yeah. Did we start talking about them while we were recording, though? I'm not sure, but let's read what it says here. The simplest and one of the sweetest love stories in love, actually, which is true, is that of John and just Judy, who feel no awkwardness whatsoever as they nakedly simulate sex in their work together as body doubles, but blush and giggle and stutter their way through their first shy flirtations. When Judy finally admits, all I want for Christmas is you. That was such a sweet scene. Well, according to this person, it lacks the flash of some of the other romantic climaxes, but is no less filled with feeling. And I would argue, I feel like it's a really healthy one and like a considerate one. You know, they are literally exposing themselves. Yeah. And he has to like massage her breasts and like, he's like, oh, let me warm up my hands. Like, he's just so sweet. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, it seems like the right thing to do, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're a body double. You're both naked. Like, let's, how how can we make this as comfortable as possible for the both of us? Yeah. Yeah. But they, they have a lot of sweetness and kindness in their hearts. Mm-hmm. You know what I just realized? I'm, what? like, going, I'm going off into something else. Um, Mia is wearing, like, devil horns yeah. at the company holiday party. And I'm like, it's not Halloween. Why is she wearing that? I just noticed. Okay, she's sorry. a bitch. I don't know. Sorry, I don't like her. 
I, I mean, you have every right not to like her. She's a Don't homewrecker. be her and our Emma, or our Karen, as we say. She needs a name change because she does not look like Karen. No, she doesn't. Okay, so back to John and just Judy. I like. I think I agree with you. It was a healthy relationship. They got to know each other very well. It wasn't based off of feelings, right? That ignited this love. It was a genuine conversation and then it developed. I mean, it's what seemed most unrealistic if there has to be something said is how short of a time span that it happened. Because it looks like it's just within weeks, but it's no different than anyone else Yeah, I was going too. to say that everyone on this. And you know what, everyone? I have totally backtracking on that. For for some reason, I kept thinking it was the same day. And then I realized, no, this No, is weeks. it's been weak. And, but it's like a friendship. It starts with <laughs> a friendship, like a, a co-worker friendship. yes. Yes, yes, yes. Do they wind up going to, again, this Christmas pageant? Like, everyone They seems do. to reunite at the Christmas pageant, Yeah, right? everybody pretty much, if they're in the country, they're at the Christmas pageant. My goodness. And then that's it. <laughs> That was it. That was it. yeah, I mean, I think it we wasn't can. like a huge part of the movie, but it was Yeah. very sweet. It's Martin Freeman. Yeah, totally. Freaking in everything. Mm-hmm. Sorry. He's actually, yeah, he's... <laughs> He's like in everything. I forget what they, oh, they talk about him being a hobbit in the special. And I was like, uh, he's so much more than a hobbit. He's so <laughs> like, much more than a hobbit, but that's what made him. That's what made him. is that what made him? It was. I mean, the, the thing is, Heather, you, you and I, we watched like We're British weirdos. stuff before. Well, I wouldn't say that, but we, you know, and I wish I could watch some British stuff now, but you know, don't even get me started. Everyone looks so freaking young. It is like amazing because Rodrigo Santoro wasn't lost and lost was after this and he looked older and lost. And I don't, I don't know what the difference was in years, but it was like definitely after. Okay. Anyhow, totally distracted. Shall we move on to the next couple? Mm -hmm. Yes. Who, who do we have? It says here, Colin and the American Girls. So this is this is going to be a quick one. They're another one that's <laughs> like outrageous. there has to be some, right? Like, Yeah. so this guy, okay, so let me just read. I might as well read what they say here. Yeah. When we first hear self-proclaimed god of sex, Colin, tell his friend, Tony, that he plans to cross the Atlantic to find a girlfriend based on the infallible logic that no American girl will be able to resist his British accent. We accept it as a dumb cliche and brace ourselves for Colin's inevitable humiliation at the hands of all of the smart American girls who will reject him. But no, it's got to be Love Actually's cleverest joke if one of its rather shallower love stories that Colin was absolutely right. Good thing that suitcase was chock-a-block full of condoms. <laughs> well, it's a good thing he didn't wear his pajamas or take his pajamas because You know, their bed was so small that they couldn't wear pajamas. as if that actually matters Or it was whatsoever. like so hot It was something, but it was just and stupid. small because they all had to share a bed. That was so outrageous in Wisconsin, right? Wasn't he in like Milwaukee? He, Wisconsin? I think it was Wisconsin. <laughs> Yeah, no? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh my god. There's just like the, I think. ugh, the juxtaposition. Is Yeah. that the right word? Okay. Yeah. I got distracted by something else. I'm trying to move this along because there's so much more to talk about. Colin, Colin was just horny. He just wanted to Yeah. have sex. He came to America and he basically got what he wanted. And that's Yeah, that. he met a whole bunch of hot girls, <laughs> brought one home Hot for American Tony. girls. Who like she just walks up and starts like making out with him at the airport. He hasn't like Tony has no idea who this woman is. Exactly. And she's just slobbering all over him. But anyway, Come on yeah, now. Like, nothing come much on. more to say. Come on. Okay. Next. Because I want to get to... Oh, okay. This is perfect. Okay. So Sarah, Carl, and Michael. 
And this is the is that saddest Kara one. Knightley? No, this no, is Laura Linney. Oh, and then okay. and Rodrigo Santoro's. So is let's... Michael her brother? Yes. The okay. attraction between Sarah and Carl is very underdeveloped, but I guess the gist is that, and this is again everyone based off of an article on Entertainment Weekly, so not our views in this case, but just to give you guys an understanding of what's going on. But I guess the gist the, is that Laura Linney's radiant goodness and Rodrigo Santoro's unreasonable handsomeness just inexorably drew them to each other until Carl finally asked Sarah to dance. Alas, while Sarah has the probably the biggest heart of anyone in this whole movie filled with great big stupid hearts, there just isn't enough room in it for her to be both devoted to her brother Michael and to begin a relationship with beautiful, beautiful Carl. And then it says, don't worry, Sarah Patrick Dempsey will be yours in 14 short years. But this is like freaking sad. Well, okay. Okay, it's not, it's a different type of sad because there's another type of sad that happens in the movie. Sarah's Sarah's brother has a, a mental illness. We don't know exactly what it is, do we? No, I don't think they say, but like it's to the point that he's institutionalized Mm-hmm. She explains that they're they're um, the only ones in the family together. Both their parents have died, mm-hmm. and so she's his like sole caretaker. So he's institutionalized, and he constantly is calling her. And it sounds like he has like a lot going on. Like he gets violent. He, he is paranoid. He thinks that people are like trying to do stuff to him, and like he is constantly calling her to talk to her for, about different things to yeah. everyone's annoyance. Yeah. But everyone is annoying, but everyone understands. Yeah, they get it, but they're like kind of put out by it. Because um, yeah, she just has she has a really good heart and she's never going to tell her brother. No. They can't call her. Yeah, exactly. And that's her only family, yeah. you know. And it was like extra sad when oh shoot, on my notes. Who's the guy that wrote Love Actually? Richard Curtis? Yeah, thank you. It was like extra sad when Richard Curtis in the special talks about how that story was inspired by his sister who has had mental health issues her whole life and how there's so much there can be like so much love but also strain I don't know strain is the right word or difficulty complications complications with um, all the family members trying to love and care for somebody but yeah she she like I meant I mentioned while I was reading that he asked her for a dance at the holiday party the company holiday party and she works in the same place as a Alan Rickman's character I forgot his name and stupid head stupid head yeah only time I've been mad at Alan Rickman they had so they wind up like kissing like like he takes her home they wind up kissing they were about to get it on they were both very happy about finally being together they were big time there was Laura Lynn boobs he was just in his underwear and everyone knew everyone knew Karen talked to Dara about it like oh "Oh, here he comes everybody was like go 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 yeah like Alan Rickman's like how long have you been in love with Carl and uh, she's like does everybody know and he's like yes and she's like does Carl know and he's like yes Gosh, how embarrassing is that? That really is. Jeez Louise. Harry. His name is Harry. He looks like he should be a Harry. Harry is the perfect name. But but he also was in love with her. Or do you think, like, I always wonder, like, was it a genuine interest or he was just taking advantage? That's a really good point or question. 
I like always like just brushed it off because I didn't want it to be that way. Like, oh, he. I think he probably, I mean, he, I don't think he liked her as much as she liked him, Obviously. but Obviously. I think he probably liked her. I don't think he was stupid. And for him to go home with her when they have to work together, I would hope that he liked her. I would hope so too, especially since Because that would make for awkwardness at work. I, I would, I, I, that's why I tried to think positively about the situation because I just think like she's already been through enough. Like, you know, Yeah. she has this opportunity with him, but Michael keeps calling. He called twice while they were trying to get it on. Yeah. And she chose him over Carl. Yeah, because Carl's like basically to like just don't answer and she just can't do it because Right. it's that unconditional love for her brother. Like she's got she's gotta be there for him. It is really sad. Yeah, I think it is really sad. It's like she's never going to be able to have a relationship. It's her relationship is her brother. And that's about Well, it. unless she finds someone that's completely understanding to what Exactly. she You're needs right. to be for her brother. You're And absolutely that's not Carl. right. No. And that's I mean, not just that there's anything wrong with Carl, but that's just who obviously he is. not him. You know, maybe given time, maybe he will be like, okay, I really care about her. Let me just try to give this an opportunity and see how it goes. This is me being wishful, but we'll never know, of course. Yeah. Yes. It's probably not going anywhere. Yeah, not anywhere. <sighs> Uh, well. in the special, they talk about, Laurel Lenny talks about how they had both, in real life, had been heartbroken at the time. I, I would love to know because Laura Linney was famous at this time, you know? I wonder Yeah. if it was someone famous too. Rodrigo Santoro, I, don't, I can't remember. Like, I feel like I've, I had seen him before. I just don't know where, but I don't think he was as famous. Who's the next couple? The next couple is ba -ba -bum, Harry and Karen and Mia. I don't even want to talk about Mia. Well, this is the thing. Harry, we... We don't I want to know talk. if he's done anything physical, but Mia is someone who works at his office, who insinuates very openly, very forcefully, in my opinion, that, or because I can't remember Yeah. her exact words, that she is into him. And Sarah Uh, is she his is. wife. She's really aggressive. But Very he's much so. she's also like his assistant. So there's like Right? Okay. the power Hold dynamic on. there. But she's going for it. She really is. Oh my god, And... this is the scene. This, like, any, like, I'm trying to not watch it <laughs> Yeah, because cause we'll cry. Because when I watched the special, I was crying. Like, I was just. Emma Thompson and Joni Mitchell. So Mia asks while Harry is out shopping for the holidays to bring her something. And at the, I believe the Selfridges department store in London, he and Karen part ways to go get stuff I can't remember what it was but he takes that opportunity to get a present for Mia and Rowan Atkinson god bless his soul is taking his sweet time and he's like Harry's like fretting he's trying to get him to like move fast because he doesn't want Karen seeing him buying this present right and then eventually he has to just like let it go he's like forget about it I don't want it because Karen like is coming bold as fuck to buy it while very she's in the store. very very because his ego is like 
all the way up here. He's like, oh, I got me this young thing all up on me, but, 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 whatever. Karen looks through his pocket for whatever reason, I can't remember, and she finds the necklace. And so she's thinking that on Christmas Day, or not even on Christmas Day, because they opened the present for whatever reason beforehand, right? I think on Christmas Eve, a lot On Christmas of people do Eve. that. My family tends to Like do that right, too. right before they go to the pageant. Right before, which the kids are in, because it's not a pageant, pageant just for, you know, Sam. other They're children so as well lobster. she sees that he didn't get her the necklace he got her a Joni Mitchell like what like special edition cd or something like that Yeah, which putting everything aside would have been <laughs> an amazing gift. It was a very yes thoughtful gift. yes because she loves Joni Mitchell Because what does she say? Joni Mitchell made your cold English wife feel. yes yes And like that, so, but like, dude, he's he's buying her a thoughtful gift because he's feeling guilty. He's a son of a bitch. And she realizes that the necklace isn't for her. It's for someone else. Yeah. And she goes into the bedroom and she cries while Joni Mitchell's both sides now Yeah. is playing. And oh my God, what a scene. Oh, Gets it's me heartbreaking. every, it gets me every time. Like she is pulling her, like the song says, like, you know, like she's like just pulling her. Just, I can't even speak. Like, it's just so Yeah. like, she's trying to keep composure. She has her kids outside. They're going to go to Well, this and pageant. that's the thing I was thinking about. It's it's a mother's heartbreak because her heart is breaking, but she can't express it because she has to protect her children. Mm-hmm. And, like, earlier, earlier, they were showing, like, a scene where her and Harry are in the bedroom and she's taking off her clothes. And I just saw, like, I just realized the, the difference between her taking off her clothes, you see the slip, and then you go see Mia, where, Oh, and yeah. this is, if I'm not mistaken, the day of the holiday party, she takes off her clothes and it's, like, red Rip. lace underwear, Yeah, like really sexy flat garments. tummy and everything. Like, ooh, it's just... And then, you know, fast forward to this day, she's in the bedroom, in their bedroom, Yeah. crying, trying to hold herself together. And she's, you know, just one last, like, let me fix the bed. But she even, like, right before she fixes the bed, she, like, leans over and puts her hands Yes. on the bed, like, Yes. because she can't even stand up. Yes. And she's trying her best to not let it be so much tears. She's Yeah. making sure her like makeup isn't messed up. She's just like, like everything is just so prim and proper because she has to show face to not Yeah. just her kids, but to everybody else. We can really think about it because she has to go, Yeah. you know. But particularly to her kids. But yeah, she has to go to this pageant. She has commitments. And I love at the pageant when after it's over and she goes over, like they're walking and the kids aren't around. And she just like matter of factly, like talks to him about it. And then he's like, I'm a classic fool. And she's like, yeah, but you've made a fool out I of hate me. Uncle Jamie. That district. Okay, I was about to stop and interrupt you before. I freaking love that scene when he's like, yeah, I'm going to leave. <laughs> that might be my favorite scene of the movie. It's it's a great scene. It's a great scene. Oh, I hate Uncle Jamie. Because you know what? You know what? Like, He left the presents. his It's fucking okay. brother is there. His brother Sam in there. Like, he didn't, Oh, he like, he was? Let me fast. I mean, yeah, let I'm me pretty rewind sure. that. And, like, the family's all good with it. They're idiots, that's why. Yeah. But anyway, going back Yes, to, yes. uh, I'm a, yeah, she says, like, oh, you've made a fool out of the life I live and stuff like that. And it's, like, good for you. And then she turns and it's like, oh, my lovely darlings, let's go get ice cream or something Yes, like that. yes. Or let's go get treats. Like, she's such a mom. It's...
he doesn't this deserve is, her. I like, and that introduced me to Johnny. Like, I knew who Johnny Mitchell was, but I never listened to her music, believe it or not, until this movie. I bet a lot of people were introduced to Johnny Mitchell through this movie. That I mean, the lyrics to that song, mm-hmm. it was just spot on with what was happening with her. It was horrible, 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 horrible. Yeah, Joni Mitchell has some really hauntingly beautiful, sad songs. Well, she went through her own pain, didn't she? So Yeah, she did. Oh, Carl. Mara. Are you at the scene where... Oh, they're leaving. Well, I mean, he's leaving the office and she's just there uh. all by herself and Michael calls. Ugh. It's just so sad. Yeah. Joni Mitchell. Like, I don't I don't, I don't, don't need to keep talking about it. I'll be just here crying. Shall we move on to the yep. next and last couple? It is. I say, oh, because for me, it's already, for you, it's already done. I mean, Julia, Peter, couple? and Mark. That is. This oh, is yeah. Julia, Peter, and Mark. See, I didn't feel, it's Andrew Lincoln, Mark, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Like, I feel like he was being really messed up. I didn't think it, like, I thought, like, his scene with the cards and stuff was really sweet for probably the last 19 of the 20 years. But, like, the more I've been thinking about it lately, it's really kind of messed up because, okay, yeah, he's in love with her. That happens. Like, that's your best friend. You obviously have similar interests, so, like, you might end up liking the same person. But it's really unfair to tell her and not tell your best friend. Like, just shut your mouth. You can't. You can't. But this is... no, 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 no. You're, this you've is where, now made it a secret where this is, she is keeping it from her husband. This is where you and I are going to disagree. Okay, tell me. Because she noticed it when he showed her the wedding video. He didn't want her to see the wedding video, but she kept imposing rightfully, right? I don't to know get it. rightfully. Well, it's her wedding she was, video. She was pretty aggressive about it. The, well, I mean, I was going to say they paid for it. They probably didn't pay for it. But he could have just said, oh, it got messed up or whatever but she winded up seeing the video and she noticed she was she yeah. looked at him like this like she realized it was all her it was well, like, all she her realize that i don't know it just seems really and like he noticed he knew he knew he knew he you saw we see him walking out of his place of work being like fuck like i didn't yeah. want her to know this okay yeah, because rather than talk to her about it at the time he just like Oh no! Left. I mean, I would, I would be if it was but, me. Like, I would be uh, mortified. I just don't like that he showed up at her house, had her lie to her husband, say it was no, Carol. No, 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 no. Well, that was her decision. Yeah, she still could have said something. She probably should have. She still but could have. Said I don't something. know. I just don't like the whole thing. Just seems slimy to me. Like I don't think so. I don't know. We might have to agree to disagree. Like it's I just, think so too. It puts a. It really makes me feel like uneasy. Like I would. Like I. I think. She should have probably, when she saw the video, been like, you know, I think Mark might have like a little crush on me or something. Like, I just don't like the. It feels dishonest, like the whole thing. It, it is. And maybe dishonest. she did. Maybe she did. Maybe she said to him, like, "Hey, do you think Mark might have a little crush on me or something like that?" It was never addressed, so we don't know. Yeah, but I, I just am don't like it under the assumption that he doesn't know anything. Which I like. I feel really bad for him. Listen, nothing. I know, has... I'm not married. You're married, but like, I just that's probably why I'm not. I mean, I think I can't handle JC Shazay. Like, he walks through that door and says, Oh, Gracie? Yeah, but that's different. I don't know, but like I feel as though, as opposed to Karen and Harry, nothing actually happened. So it's better, not nicer, but better. Yeah, but we don't know that anything happened other than he gave her that necklace. Well, which that's bad enough. That and, and that's why it would be nice to like fast forward and be like, 
like and we get a little bit more details. But you know what? Was that whole thing at the at the wedding for her or was it for his best friend? I would argue that he probably did that for her to get her to smile the way that she did. Because he's yeah, in love with her? Well, yeah. Yeah. It's like, so like, is that not as bad as buying a necklace for somebody? She had no clue though. That doesn't matter. Like his intentions. I don't know. It just, it makes me uneasy. I don't, I don't like Now, do you think that he is doing all that in the hopes that she would be like, oh, Mark, you're actually the one for me? Probably not, but he's probably doing it so that he feels like, oh, I made her feel really good. Like, those smiles are because of things that I did type of thing. I don't know. It just puts a, a sour taste in my mouth. Like, listeners, okay what do you it. think? I'm, I'm like, I'm okay with it. Because I think that now that he told her, he got it out of his system, he can move on. Yeah. Yeah, like I think he did that for very selfish reasons so that he could get it out of his system and move on. And he even says afterwards enough. She ran after him and kissed him. So she, I'm, 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 I don't know if I'm being mean, but I'm putting it on her too. Like it's both yeah, of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I put it on both of them. No, 100% because she probably should have told him that she suspected Mark liked her. And she probably, well, she shouldn't have lied and said it was Carolers, and she shouldn't have kissed him. The whole thing just makes me uneasy now. The good thing is just a movie. Yeah. (laughs) I guess the moral is don't be creepy. And especially don't take like a whole bunch of footage the day of your best friend's like wedding and then not expect people to want to see it. Exactly. You are so on point there. Like that was not very smart of him. Because he's a desperate man. He's a desperate man. Yeah. What was I going to say? They mentioned in the special how that wedding like inspired so many weddings. Yeah. And I wanted to say that I really wanted that song, All You Need Is Love, was sung by Lyndon. I want to make sure I have his name correct. Lyndon David Hall, who has passed away. He died 2003. No, I'm sorry. Correction. 2006 from Hodgkin's lymphoma. I like, I loved it. I was like, I want that. I want that song at the wedding. And I just couldn't like, I could have just played that one, but I ended up going with the one that we went with. Which you did have nice songs at your wedding. Thank you very much. Oh, Mia. Your wedding was just good in general. It was fun. Mia. Yeah, Mia. And she's friends with Mark, right? Isn't that the connection between the two of them? Because that's why the party is at his gallery. I, I think Sarah's friends with Mark. Sarah? Yeah, Sarah's friends with Mark. Wait, Sarah? Who's Sarah again? Um, Laura Linney. Right, I know. Okay, so yeah, I know Sarah and Mark were friends, but I thought the whole reason that the work party, I thought that Mia said, oh, I have a friend that has an art gallery, and then like Harry said something about like, oh, is he like a boyfriend, like a big success? Oh, I think you're right there. But it looked like Sarah knew who he was too, because there was a scene with just the two of them. Yeah, at um, the wedding at the beginning, Interesting. where she went, that was when she went up and asked him if he was in love with, um, is it Peter, the groom? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows everybody. Sam is so little in this movie. I've always loved that coat that Natalie wears, the nice red corduroy. Yeah. She's not overweight in the least, but no. she's really skinny now. She's even skinnier now. Jesus Christ. Do we have anything else to say about I do not. Peter it's Mark just and... such a great movie. Yeah. I think it's a great movie. It is. It's a classic, but it's not for everybody. No. <laughs> 
do we have anything else to say about love actually i don't think so i'm just like it was really nice to rewatch it it was nice to watch the special uh if you've listened to this whole thing and you haven't watched the movie go just watch go watch it yeah it's on netflix it is and it's and the good on hulu yeah just to confuse good. people yeah but let us know what do you have favorite characters favorite scenes in the movie anything you hate about the movie nah i think i'm good yeah, yeah i like it i mean there there are issues with it like you know mark is like stalkerish it is 20 years you know? old mm -hmm. not everything holds up no not everything but it, it's good it's good yeah if you like romance and you just want to focus on romance it's good well like and follow us on instagram check out our other episodes we have a whole pride and prejudice a whole series, series going on come say hi on instagram buy us a coffee and uh thanks for listening to gabbing gabbing oh. we're gabbing uh, uh, we're gabbing we're gabbing uh, uh, we're gabbing we're gabbing uh, uh, we're gabbing